the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. Don't be shy. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, in particular, clearly a lot going on at the start of the year, although it's February. So we're now one twelfth through the year, right? And have you funded your 401k? Have you ch- made any changes to the way you manage your taxes? Are you saving more? So those are some final financial questions that should pop up quickly, right? Um, markets are all moving higher today. Taking a look at some of the overall stories of the market, uh, you know, yesterday you had Apple and it had a big old day, uh, up six plus percent and the SP 500 did nothing. And that's kind of interesting because the SP 500 is a weighted index. That means the, the big fat ones like Apple, they mean more than companies like say, oh, micro silicon. So it's market weighted. So number one and two and three and four and five and six, they could have great years and the next 494 could have okay years and the market had a great year. So it was disappointing yesterday. There was some hesitation ahead of the FOMC directive. I was at the gym because basically I work from about 4 a.m. till about 10, 30, 11 and then I take two hours off and then I work from about one until about four. So there was some some hesitation, and I watched it unfold. But there was no surprises. The Fed didn't have any direct language or anything crazy, like we're going to march rates to ten percent. Um, they said there's you know some increased expectations for a possible rate hike in the March meeting. Friday's employment report has potential to make that implication more real. Um, so the Fed, they say they're data dependent. Sometimes they probably get a little caught up in the hype of the stock market. Um, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge of March when we do, because right now we're still focusing very much so on the here and now. The market continues to grapple with its own political second guessing on the timing of the implementing tax reform measures and the seeming non-response to better than expected fourth quarter earnings results. Yeah. 
Facebook, they checked in with some impressive fourth quarter results. And it's stock up uh, in action on that. Let's see exactly how much they are up. Let me give you some stats on Facebook because it's pretty impressive. I own shares of Facebook. And, I, again, I'm not even paying attention to, like, where the stock is today. It, too, is getting kind of fat. Um, as far as market cap goes, they have to impress and impress and impress at this point in time because we look at things like PEs at some point in time. For instance, uh, Under Armour had you know great 20% growth. They had 19% growth, 18% growth, 17% growth. And their PE was fat, fat, fat. Their PE was huge. The PE was big. It was huge. Um, so they saw their growth at Under Armour go down to 11%, and bam, the stock went down 20-plus percent on that news. Um, so the PE ratio on Facebook's, it's high. So the stock is barely moving today, but I thought this was a pretty interesting tell on how big Facebook really is. When you're listening to the conference call and you start getting some of the data points from it, it's pretty fascinating. Um, Facebook is 1.2 billion daily active users. That essentially means that more than 1 billion people log on each day. Pretend for a second, just for a second, close your eyes. That, that That's a big old country. Ultimately, Facebook is bigger than the population of the United States, Japan, Russia, Brazil, and Germany combined as far as how well they're doing. Um, how many people are logging on a day? That's a lot of people. So that a billion a day is 10 Super Bowls a day, right? Give you an idea. It's pretty impressive. So we all know that Apple has got a ton of cash, right? That's not a big secret. They've got $246 billion in cash, not including debt. They've got a lot of debt now, too, because they financed a lot of things when debt was cheap. But Facebook started to get a lot of cash, too. So that means down the road, they'll probably grow up a little bit and start sharing some of that cash. They now have almost $30 billion in cash. So they're accumulating it at a very nice pace. I own shares of Facebook, and I own shares of Apple. So Royal Dutch Shell came out. Merck, Allstate, Deutsche Bank, ConocoPhillips, Estee Lauder, Polo, Ralph Lauren, Ryder Systems, Eaton, all companies reported results. So um, those are the companies that are like in the news today. We also got this uh, preliminary fourth quarter productivity report that showed productivity increased in annual rate of about 1.3% in the fourth quarter, uh, which is good. So it's we're seeing a little bit of a deceleration, but not meaningful. Unit labor costs up 1.7% in the fourth quarter after increasingly downward revised last uh, quarter. So labor cost, as they increase, corporations feel the pressure to increase productivity. Hire more people so they can maybe cut some hours of certain people and cut their, you know, quotas where they hit the higher pay. Or they earn less money. And, uh, that's all something to think about. So we got initial jobless claims that came in at 246,000, blah, 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 blah. Same old, same old, really. We've had this for a long period of time. Uh, the longest stretch under 300,000 in history that we know of. We only started keeping stats on this like since 1970. But the key takeaway on that report is that we're running unemployment at very low levels. Uh, 
employers appear reluctant to cut payroll, but they're not really hiring at a rapid clip. We feel like we're at near full employment at this point in time. So that's what we have ultimately going today out of the gate. In summary, um, we've got investors growing anxious as they continue to wait for further details of the new administration's tax reform measures and infrastructure spending. Yet Facebook having upbeat earnings report uh, that failed to generate a huge response for the broader market. Apple faced the same kind of resistance yesterday. Uh, now, just to give you an idea, any day that Apple's up big and I'm at the gym, you know, that's my break during the day, right when the market closes. Uh, I'll look at my net worth and I'll go, woo, good to be me. But what's interesting is if Apple falls six, seven, eight, nine points in a day, I won't look at my net worth. So there's a lot of emotion and psychology involved with investing. Yesterday, I was prepared to like, hey, I could quit this job, take a year off, go on a cruise around the world. Oh, in fact, I'm going to cruise naked on a boat around the world. And you're like, can't get that image out of your head, right? So with that said, uh, it's not healthy to have that kind of mentality. Uh, it's way better to have a mentality where you're thinking to yourself, uh, slow and steady, don't take a look. You know, there was a story once that I read by Clive Barker, and it was about some sort of race against the devil. And, uh, you know, there's nine contestants, and if the devil wins, then ultimately he got to rule the world for the next hundred years. So, and the race takes place every hundred years. You know, it, it, the trick is if you ever looked over your shoulder, the devil caught up to you and killed you. So, same thing with investing. Don't ever look over your shoulder. Just slow and steady. Do what you got to do. Push forward. You'll be fine. Uh, when you start getting, you know, big numbers, and you know where they are, uh, as you start heading towards retirement, that's when you need professional help. Uh, doing a seminar for professional help on February 9th in Berkeley Marina. You can go sign up for the event. It's from 11 to 1 in the Berkeley Marina. You can sign up at Rob Black's show. The, in, code to get in for free is retire123. It's going to fill up later today, probably, so sign up today. Call Rob Black now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm generally a pretty healthy guy, but this winter feels like I've always had something a little lingering. Not really ever sick enough to stay in bed, not really sick enough to go... I need you so that always made me laugh by the way is uh, I've run a company and when employees would call and uh on their sick days they'd go I'm just calling to say I can't get out of bed today so I won't be making it in I'm like just use your real voice like yeah I'm not really feeling that good I, I won't be in today the sick voice this is going to make you sick real quick Pokemon Go Pikachu is now a billion dollar business. Pikachu. It's the augmented reality smartphone game. It's past a billion dollars. It's a huge milestone. 
it's broken records reaching this point faster than any other app. That's pretty impressive. The game was one of the hottest smartphone crazes of 2016. You would be, you would like go out for a drink at midnight or go to a sporting event, get out at 10 o'clock and you'd be coming out and you see a crowd of like 40 people at a park. You're like, what are these losers doing? And sure enough, they were, uh, playing Pokemon Go. It lets you collect virtual Pokemon around the world. One billion dollars. Big winner there is Apple. So they get 30% typically from that. Now, because it's Nintendo, they're probably more like 15%. But what did Apple do? Not a damn thing. They let someone else design it, make it, they slapped it up on iTunes. What Apple did was they came up with that, you know, tons and tons of people. So, uh, that could be accessed. Pokemon Go, $1 billion business. Domino's Pizza announced a major expansion of its Facebook Messenger ordering chatbot ahead of the Super Bowl. It's an easy way to order. Haven't done it yet. Have you? Drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. Let me know how you like it, how you feel for it. Um, but obviously, Facebook has some business ideas of their own. They're not going to sit there and say, Apple, you go make all the money in the world. But Domino's digital sales, you know, have... Look at that stock. It's been an amazing performer for the last 12 years. It will freak you out how good it's been because you can actually ultimately get a meal, whether it's good for you or not good for you. You can actually get a meal for cheap. So it's considered a quick service restaurant, a quick service restaurant. Um, so just throwing that out there for you. And, uh, you know, one thing that we're paying attention to right now on Wall Street is Trump and Nancy Pelosi recently talked a little bit about the Supreme Court nominee. And this is going to be pretty interesting because listen to her tone. And then I'm going to come back and tell you what Mark Cuban had to say about this. In his first appointment to the court, and hopefully his only appointment to the court, has appointed someone who has come down on the side of corporate America versus class action suits uh, on securities fraud. He's come down against employers, employees' rights. Uh, clean air, clean water, food safety, safety in medicine and the rest. If you care about that for your children, he's not your guy. Now, I've been reading a lot of Mark Cuban because I think he's just, he's quote worthy. And I think he's actually, he is getting it totally correct. I see people on Facebook like, oh, Trump is this, Trump is that, Trump is this, Trump is that. And, you know, let's demonize him is basically, if you're a Democrat, let's demonize the guy. And if you're a Republican, let's, let's give him a break, see how he does. And you can go back eight years to when Obama was, was elected and it was the same thing, but reverse. Um, What's interesting to note about that is just the level of animosity. I'm going to play one more from Lindsey Graham for you. Here's uh, Lindsey Graham. It'd be sad to me if uh, we have to go that route with a man like this, but he's going to get confirmed. You know, I took a lot of crap voting for Obama's judges. I thought they were qualified. I've tried to be fair to everybody as the best I know how to be. I didn't think Garland should have been picked in the last year of Obama's term after we'd started the primary process. This president won. He deserves the right to pick qualified people, and this is one of the most qualified people I've ever met. So ultimately, let's go back to Mark Cuban, who runs the Dallas Mavericks. He also started Broadcast.com at one point in time. He's coming out and he's saying, we're doing this all wrong. If you don't like Trump, be nice to Trump. He's the kind of guy that you need to be nice to him. 
and you go, okay, Trump, we're going to give you the fastest Supreme Court nominee possible. But we're going to get that Department of Education person. You're going to drop her and find another one. And he'd be like, deal. Do I get the fastest nomination ever? I get to brag about that? Deal. Uh, or the fastest approval. And I think he's right because, you know, what Graham just said there, Lindsey Graham said, you know, I used to fight these Obama judges and I caught a lot of crap for it. I didn't really – Republicans were nasty and now the Democrats are being nasty. And you know what? America's tired of nasty. And after eight years of Democrats being bullies against Republicans, ultimately it's it caught up with them and you got Donald Trump. Um, and – you know, ultimately got caught up with the Republicans as well, because I don't think Donald Trump was the Republican nominee across the board. It took a long time for people like Paul Ryan to sign off on him when there was no other option. So Cuban saying, OK, we now have a president for better, for worse that we need to work with. And I kind of agree with that. If you protest him, he's going to send in the tanks, maybe not literally, but that's going to be his reaction. Whereas if you try to, like, negotiate with him. I think that's, again, I think he starts at the meanest level of negotiation. And now I'm not, I'm not speaking for Cuban. I'm just speaking for everything that I've read so far. He, Trump will come in and like basically go, I'm going to blow up Australia. And Australia can come back and say, well, how about we figure out some ways to work together? He goes, I'm listening. And Australia can go, well, why don't we give you some commodities and you give us beer? Done. And then he can go brag, like, look at the deal I just got with Australia. I do yeah, think there's some... The move and we decided to make the move. And I do think America's really tired of the anger on both sides. But I'm not speaking for you, you, or you. I myself will talk about Pokemon Go making $1 billion revenue and awe at it. And just again go, did we just spend a billion dollars on a virtual game? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh... Pretty amazing. So Facebook's big earnings beat, and it was a big earnings beat. It's kind of falling flat. They reported earnings that beat expectations. Um, ad revenue grew 53%. Facebook shares initially jumped on the news, but really have done nothing today. Um, there's something that's limiting it because it's a otherwise spectacular quarter. And what's limiting Facebook right now is the expense growth guidance did come in higher than expected. I drive right by Facebook every Friday. And they used to uh, run out of Sun Microsystems' old headquarters. And then they built a lovely, lovely facility across the street. And now in the last six months, they've bulldozed two more facilities. They're going to have basically four facilities, it looks like. So they're growing, and they're spending money on the future, a lot like Apple has a huge R&D budget that most companies would dream for that kind of revenue. Anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big seminar coming up in Berkeley on February 9th. Don't protest it. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
chorus one more time. So, Donald Trump is in the news a lot. And, you know, Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right, has said it's time to embrace the president. When are we going to do this as a nation? Are we going to fight him for four years? Or are we not? Listen to some of these thoughts here. George Orwell's book, 1984, has had a huge, huge surge in sales since Trump took president. Because there's a kind of a big brother thing in it. There's kind of factual information and the press is in it. A lot of things that people are talking about now, like uh, citizens are forced to use what are called news speak. So 1984 is about an authoritative government, big brother that punishes free thought, rewrites history, and eliminates privacy. Um, there's alternative facts that are presented in it. I remember in high school reading it, and war is peace, freedom is slavery, ignorance is strength. And war is not peace. War is horrible. I went and saw an opera on the Civil War, and I know you're saying an opera. Oh, it was miserable. And, uh, you know, Grant and uh, Lee are singing to each other, War is horrible. The most horrible. But, yeah, war is peace, freedom is slavery. So alternate facts. See how it already was used from 1984? Um there was a line in it that basically said, freedom is the freedom to say that two plus two makes four. If that is granted, all else follows. Now, if you listen to Sean Spicer, the press secretary, there's so many disagreeing with facts on both sides. And uh, there's so many people calling into question what is a fact, what's not a fact. But two plus two is four. And all else should follow. Logic should follow, reasons follow, what have you. But So that's going on right now. And it's fascinating to watch because one of the things you're going to see, and you know, I played you some sound clips earlier from Nancy Pelosi and Lindsey Graham and Donald Trump saying, you know, this is going to go nuclear. Use nu- Go nuclear if we have to. Let's fight each other. That's a bad way to run government. Government is of the people for the people. Um, and it's not pushed down your throat. But we're getting a little bit of that. And, you know, Trump, I saw this yesterday, and I hate protests. Protests drive me crazy. A, because I want to cross the street, and there's suddenly 500,000 people in the street. How can I cross the street? It's the old age question of what, you know, what comes first, chicken or the egg. How do I cross the street if there's protests? But Donald Trump yesterday was watching the University of California Berkeley protests. Um, and the campus experienced violent protests. Violence protests just takes away from everyone. Um, there was a kind of a hardcore conservative provocateur who was going to speak, and I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name because it's Greek. I don't pr- pronounce Greek names. I just go, uh, his name's Milo Yakimovlous. Uh, so if UC Berkeley doesn't allow free speech and practices violence on innocent people with a different point of view, no federal funds, so says Donald Trump on Twitter. Now that's scary as hell because. It probably wasn't the students who were getting violent. And for presidents threaten no federal funds to a college, I mean, we need colleges to be areas of free thought so that we can come up with the next semiconductor, so that we can come up with the next Steve Jobs, so we can come up with, you know, exciting things that raise taxes. So Berkeley is the flagship campus of the public uh, University of California system. 
it received $370 million in federal research funding in 2015-2016. Between Berkeley and Stanford, holy mackerel, the inventions and the the wonders that have helped the world have come out of those two schools. Uh, The Nobel Prizes, it's, it's wonderful. So... Having a protest about a right-wing speaker turning violent, having a president react like that, it kind of ties back into that whole 1984 thing where from Washington, D.C., he's basically threatening, you know, a college. Um, And ultimately what you have is the president is watching. American universities should be on notice. The president is watching. The days you could, you know, silence conservative and liberalism. Uh, libertarian voices on campuses and still expect to collect their tax money are coming to an end. So says the right wing. So, um, in happier notes, Disney might recall 3,000 Mickey Mouse nightlights. No, they're not going to, they're not, speak English, Rob. Disney recalls 3,000 Mickey Mouse nightlights due to fire hazards. Um, that's lovely. It's one of those nightlights that's got like little crystals in it. And the liquid crystals can leak from it into the electrical outlet and ultimately pose a fire hazard. So uh, they sold for about 15 bucks at the stores and uh, online. So earlier this year, Disney had to recall about 15,000 of its Minnie and Mickey Mouse infant hoodie sweatshirts due to a choking hazard. Well, I feel like I can't even leave my house anymore. How about you? This is getting scary out there. So taking a look at the markets, uh, we started in the red. We moved ever so higher into the green, but it's not a lot going on. And I think it comes back down to this whole, are, are the right and the left going to work together? Because, you know, the, the market rally after Trump was really based on tax reform lower income taxes, lower corporate taxes, uh, repatriating cash from overseas and coming up with a big old infrastructure spending program that would put people to work and improve our infrastructure, which we do need. Oh, Speaking of infrastructure, California's got a lot of rain, so we have a lot of potholes. And as they fill in potholes, they don't do a great job. And uh, a little gravel kicks up, chink, in your windshield, chink, in your windshield. So, But that does help the economy because at some point in time you go, oh, I'm going to go get this little... Uh, dense fixed. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, Johnny Depp is out there in a lawsuit, him and his manager fighting each other. The lawsuit says that Depp is spending $2 million on just incredibly stupid things on a monthly basis, like firing Hunter S. Thompson's ashes out of a cannon. He paid $3 million for the right to do that. Uh, and you and I could sit there and go, that's incredibly stupid. But how about you and I going to like sporting events and dropping, you know, four hundred dollars on a on a you know a night out for two or three people? So Depp is suing his manager. His manager suing him. Uh, Depp said that you know he paid more than seventy five million dollars to maintain and buy fourteen homes, including a French chateau uh, and a home on an island in the Bahamas. Can you imagine, yeah, you're making a ton of money, right? A ton of money. But you're also spending a ton of money. And this is the lesson that we get out of the Johnny Depp story. He buys a French chateau 
uh, home in the Bahamas, 12 other homes. He buys a 150-foot yacht. Uh, he flies on private jets. He has fine art. He's got a lot of Hollywood memorabilia that's required to be stored, which costs money to store it, but also money to buy it. So each other, I don't care who's right and who's wrong, but again, it shows you like you got to keep your spending under control. And yeah, if you make $100 million, if you spend $100 million, that's why the NFL players, 70% of them go bankrupt within three years. Because when you buy a big house, guess what? You've got a big, big property tax. So you have to have a big salary to cover that big property tax. And when you leave the NFL after three years, the big paychecks stop. Uh, if you play long enough to get a pension, yeah, that's good. But it ain't it ain't NFL kind of money. So anyway, I bring that up because I think it's fun to think about. It would be fun to own a 150-foot yacht. I wouldn't want to own it. And I'd, I want to go on it. I'd like to rent it. Uh, how great would that be? Get a 150-foot yacht, get in San Francisco Bay, go to a bar, say, hey, who wants to go on my 150-foot yacht? And then turn it back in after on Monday, so it's really not yours. So you don't have to pay that kind of money to buy it and maintain it. So anyway, I'm totally digressing, aren't I? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, I think I'm proving that again as I try to uh, jump around and again get your spitting under control. And I think that's the toughest thing about my 20s in hindsight was I had a lot of freedom and I had a lot of money and I never had a lot of love. And in order to get love, I spent money. And that's not necessarily a good, you know, one, two. Uh, Comcast is going to start putting their services on a Roku box and it's going to be a streaming service. But they're going to say if you want to use that, you're also going to have to have another Comcast box somewhere in their house and you're going to have to get charged to use Roku. Not as much as renting a box, but it's like, come on, really? Comcast got you where they want you. Um, but that's out there. Facebook, one of the interesting stats out of their conference call last night was they'd get almost $20 from each U.S. and Canadian user. Uh, three or four years ago, that was about $5 per user. Now it's up to $20 per user. And I go, I've never spent money on Facebook. I watch their ads, so that's how they get their money from me. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Don't forget, I get a big seminar coming up in Berkeley, California on February 9th from 11 to 1. It's free. If you use the code RETIRE123, sign up at robblackshow.com. It's easy to get complacent about retirement planning when the stock market is soaring to record highs. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. To win the race, you need to take the right steps along the way. Learn winning strategies from me, Rob Black, and certified financial planner Chad Burton at an educational lunch event in Berkeley on February 9th. We'll cover the building blocks of a successful portfolio and break down the 2017 market outlook. You'll also learn how to transition your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, how to minimize tax and retirement, social security strategies, and more. And get estate planning tips for 2017 from attorney Michelle Lerman. That's Thursday, February 9th, 11 a.m. lunch at the Berkeley Marina Doubletree. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com for just $25 or free for KDOW listeners using the promo code RETIRE123. Hope to see you Thursday, February 9th. Once again, sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Free for KDOW listeners using promo code RETIRE123. Flying up. 
love, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket, got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off it, moving so phenomenally. Come on, lock the way we rock it, so don't stop. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. One of the things I like about our current situation in America is we have a president says, say what? <laughs> he just said, I might deploy troops, he says to Mexico, I might deploy troops into your country to take care of bad hombres. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> it's If I were to say that in like real life, people would look at me like, something wrong with you? Did you bump your head last night? Um, credit scores. I want to talk credit scores real quick. Because a lot of people obsess on their credit scores. I don't. I certainly follow them, and I use situations like Credit Karma to alert me when a new account is opened on my credit. That's one of the ways I monitor my own credit instead of paying someone to do it. People with excellent scores know that following a few basic rules is the key to success on credit scores. So that's what you need to kind of know. Now, there's trying to explain credit scores is goofy because there's three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. And there's two big consumer credit scoring companies, FICO and Vantage Score. And a lot of people get really caught up in this. But the best thing you can do is pay your bills on time. Uh, everyone should go to annualcreditreport.com and pull a credit report for one of the three bureaus. You get one free pull per year, so in theory you can pull every four months and see kind of how you're doing. Uh, what's amazing about it and fun about it is you get to see things like, oh yeah, I had one late payment on a mortgage, and they remember it. You also get to see like the very first credit card you opened up when you were 16 and tried to impress a girl, and you bought her a stinking bobble, $300. Uh, and that's when you went to her birthday party to give her this blue amethyst necklace. And as you got closer and closer, she's out at a lake and her, all of her friends are having a birthday party. And you're kind of arriving a little bit late because you don't quite have a car at age 16, but she's 17 and she's the first girl you ever danced with. And you had a, a great kiss with her and, you know, whoa, the electricity through your body. And you're getting ready to give her this amazing gift in your head, right? And you're getting closer and you're getting closer and you're getting closer. And you're so, oh, my gosh, she's making out with someone. Oh, that's her boyfriend. So I was her side project. And then you remember 30 years later when you're checking your credit that you had to open a credit account. What's that all about, by the way? Mall jewelers haven't given you credit basically for having breath. Um, so pay your credit on time. Watch your credit utilization, the amount you owe on your credit cards as a proportion of your card limits. It's known as your credit utilization. Um, you know, To get great credit, you don't want to use everything that's available to you. You want to use more than 4 or 5%, no more than 
10, 15% is going to get you pretty good credit score. You want to keep your balances ultimately pretty low. Um, I have credit cards. Credit cards are the devil. Credit cards are evil. Credit cards will drag you down. Credit cards will kill you. Credit cards probably uh, assassinated JFK. Credit cards aren't bad if you pay them on a monthly basis. Uh, you don't have to pay them off, but you have to pay your balance off so these not to accrue credit charges. Um, I've got psh, easily right now twenty thousand plus dollars in uh, miles and points that I could use, and you know everything I put on a, a rewards card. And it makes me sad to think that sometimes the rewards are going to go away, sometimes they're going to be boosted, sometimes they go away, and sometimes they get boosted. Sometimes they get cut. I remember a friend of mine, she used Southwest for years and years and years and years and had all these great points. And then they're like, well, instead of 700 points for a flight, it's now going to be 950. And, it, you know, points are currency. It's money. You've earned it. It's not dollars, but it's money. It's digital money. Get used to that concept because Starbucks does it. A lot of people do it. Rewards. So... If you ruin your credit, it's going to take time to fix it, just so you know. You have to give it time. Um, high FICO achievers, uh, it could take you know 10 to 12 years because one of the things that is on your credit report is age of account. So don't get drunk one night and see online that there's a – if you open a credit card, you get a you know, Mr. T-Doll. Mr. T-Credit Card. You open a credit card, you get a Mr. T-Doll. And then, like, five seconds later, you're like, uh, My Pretty Pony. Hi, it's My Pretty Pony. If you open a credit card, you get a My Pretty Pony uh, stuffed animal. And you're like, I want a stuffed animal. And suddenly you've opened two accounts. That will kill your credit score. Because it, it makes it look like you're crazy. It makes it look like you're desperate for money. And, you know, credit isn't money. It's, it's debt. And you have to pay it back. And that's that'll make a lender nervous as far as your credit score goes. So anyway, I last thing is reward cards. There's a good website called uh, the Points Guy. There's also a good one, Bankrate.com, Bankrate.com. And if you, for instance, buy groceries, there's a great grocery credit card. If you travel a lot, there's a great travel card. Um. I have a credit card that charges $450 a year, but it gives me $300 of travel credit, and it gives me $100 of uh, fast uh, TA pass, so I can get through and to and from credit, to and through security faster. Um, and the rewards are pretty amazing. So when it's tied to travel, so anyhow, anyway, you get the idea. It's good for restaurants and it gets me good travel rewards. Anyway. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up Friday in, not Friday, what's wrong with me? Too much cough drops. Um, Thursday the 9th, so about a week from today, it's a lunch event from 11 to 1. It's in Berkeley in the marina. You can sign up and learn more information at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. If you want to learn more about income and retirement, the information's there. Jump on it at Rob Black Show. Code to get in for free is retire123. That's retire123. Clocks, 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.